0: Hey friends, welcome to another Christmas episode. I'm so excited to introduce you guys to my friend, Laura, who is the elf that drops off treats at my doorstep. She's the queen of cooking and desserts and all things fun in the kitchen. And I'm excited for us to talk about all of our favorite holiday treats today. Laura, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited to chat about all of our fun holiday treats. And I know that a lot of your recipes that you love are tied to family history and roots. And a lot of the things that we make are also tied in our family to a lot of family history. So I'm excited to just kind of talk about those special things, share like some special treats that we love to make for the holidays because I always feel like December goes so fast. Like we were just talking about, and then before you know it, you're like, oh shoot, I have to create the Christmas magic of like the cookies or something because we
1: have not done it yet. <laughs> no, safe It's all like Christmas magic is all tied to memories. And there's that quote floating around Instagram of like, you grow up and you realize that all the Christmas magic and all your memories was created by your mom. And so Mm -hmm. you're like, Oh no, I'm the mom now. (laughs) Like I have to do it. (laughs) And so, yeah, and it's just, oh, it goes so fast, but yeah, all my Christmas baking is so tied to grandma memories and sitting on the counter and like, Oh, I love it so much. I love it. And I know you have all those memories as well. It's the like warm feelings.
0: Well, before we get into chatting about all of that, I would love for you to introduce yourself to listeners because it's the first time you've been on the show. And so I am so excited to finally have you too.
1: Thank you. Um, So my name is Laura Nielsen. My um, website and Instagram and all that stuff is Lolo Home Kitchen, and I am a Food blogger, food photographer. I have a baking box, some cookbooks, but I share, you know, simple, delicious, easy recipes for busy families that are like realistic, thirty minutes, not seventeen pans, not seventeen ingredients, like basic stuff that you can do on a weeknight, but it's still really good. Yes, Andrew will eat. Yes, hopefully. I okay. do have to say though, my favorite, like
0: claim to fame as your friend, is when <laughs> in the winter. <laughs> We go through the Runza drive-thru and I'm like, Turner, do you see that picture? Mommy's friend took
1: that picture of that <laughs> it's like, It's like the Nebraska, it's like, that's the thing that I am almost most proud of. Like, but it's Runza, like you don't understand, like it's so exciting to me and it's so funny because no one else in the mid, like unless you're in the Midwest, don't understand it, but it's Runza, like it's the most Midwest thing ever and I'm so proud. I'm so excited. I love it.
0: I always love to think one of my friends refers to Runza as, if Chick-fil-A is the Lord's chicken, Runza is the Lord's Hot Pockets.
1: That's hilarious. Oh my gosh, I love that. Um,
0: Well, I would love to kind of talk about, so let's just like jump right in. I know recently you shared about spritz cookies and like your love of them and i have a love of spritz cookies as well and i think that they're one of like the easiest cookies to make that
1: like you can add the most flair into yes totally agree and it's funny cuz i posted that i had more comments about and from people who have huge memories from spritz cookies and so it was just funny that we all have this common you know childhood memory of it but I don't know why it's so huge, and it's—I just remember being so invested in picking out which color I wanted each dough and which sprinkle I wanted on its shape, and—and and like my mom still has this, you know, the cookie press gun or whatever. Mm. And I think it, it's literally from like the 1970s, and it's still kicking. So we're still using it. But still it makes that yeah. <laughs> And so I'm like, I hope this thing never dies because I'm like, I love it so much, and it's just there's something about like sitting on the counter when, you know, when I was little and there's flour everywhere. And my mom just kind of let me choose what I wanted. And it was so much fun. And I don't know. And there, it's a butter cookie. It's not fancy. Like it's nothing fancy. It's not, you know, peppermint mocha, blah, blah, blah. It's just a butter cookie. And it's so good. I love it so much.
0: I do have to say, I love that the picture you opened my eyes to putting dye in the dough. We have never Diet our cookies we always put frosting on top of them and sprinkles Ooh. like you make the frosting literally out of just milk and powdered sugar and you just kind of keep adding it till it I don't know there's probably a fancy name for that type of <laughs> uh, frosting but it's just sugar
1: and milk until it gets thick enough, and you just drizzle it over. Yeah you're basically making kind of a really thick royal icing kind of mm-hmm. like but I've never done that. We should try that this year. Oh, it's, they're so good. Cause then it has like the butter
0: with like the sweet, but it's not too sweet. It's just enough Ooh. that you can sit and before you know it, you're like, oh, there was 20 of them.
1: God, you know, like, why are they all gone? Each time I go in the kitchen, I'd seem to grab another one. It's fine. Oh, okay. I'm going to try that this year. That'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I had some dye. And it was funny because I always chose, it wasn't just red and green. It was also like, I need some hot pink ones and some blue ones. And it was like, sure, why not? Mm -hmm. I love that. What is one of your other
0: favorite recipes to make during the holidays?
1: So I was trying to think of like the one, there's like a few staples that remind me of my childhood, like homemade fudge for sure. Mm -hmm. Peanut brittle. Oh, and thumbprint cookies. Those are like my major childhood favorite cookies that I remember like my mom making and then now I'm making and still I think like my mom makes the best peanut brittle like she always says it's funny she's like you've taken over the reins you do stuff better than me I'm like not peanut brittle like she has that one so Mm -hmm. I love those and the thumbprint cookies too are like huge for some reason and like have all those memories and like the taste of them it's basically a butter cookie too apparently I love butter cookies that's anything of better. I know that is, it, it's interesting
0: sometimes when you think about it, like, I don't know what it is. Like when your mom makes it, it just tastes better. Like, I mean, my mom makes the fudge. I've never even attempted to make fudge. And I know she makes it like super simple. I feel like my mom yeah. is the queen of taking ingredients that you're not making it from scratch, but you're like mm-hmm. doctoring all the things that it's like from scratch type of thing but um yep, like a like, yes kind of yeah. thing yep and my mom is like the queen of rice krispies I don't know she's always like I just follow the recipe on the box but I'm like but you don't like there's something about it and everyone like loves my mom's rice krispies because I think it's like a mixture of how she does the butter and the marshmallows Ugh. I love rice. like I would put it close to the level for the Nebraska people of the Methodist Hospital Rice Krispies. Ooh,
1: that's a that's yeah. I know exactly. That's they're so good. Yeah. Oh, she's. We'll tell her to not stop whatever she's doing. Like.
0: Yeah. So, like, well, I'll maybe have to drop some off ooh. on your door. Like I might not, I
1: can't make like you make to drop when the treats get dropped at the door, <laughs> but my mom could make them. Heck yeah. I will take rice krispie treats any day. That's awesome. Oh yeah.
0: So have you created anything that is new, that is now a tradition that was not necessarily a family tradition that you have created with Leah? That's like your own new traditions going forward.
1: Trying to think. So we made, um, so we made gingerbread cookies the other day and that was really fun. But, um, but I didn't, I don't have a good gingerbread cookie recipe. Like a lot of my grandma's recipes I use all the time. So I use someone else's, but now I'm like, Ooh, this was really good. How can I make it better? Because I really love a chewy cookie like a soft cookie with crisp edges instead of like Mm. a super crisp cookie so I need to maybe try a few things and make it a little different so that could be on the the radar um the other thing we've done is these peppermint chocolate mocha cookies where it's like um uh, it's just like a fudgy peppermint cookie. And then we dip them in white chocolate and sprinkle peppermints on them. So that was really good. What else have we done? I kind of stick to the classics. It's kind of funny how I just like want the same stuff as I had growing up and do that stuff with Leah. I did make gingerbread cookie bars last year. Those were really good too. I need to figure out how to take those and make them into a gingerbread cookie bar. Not if a phrase gingerbread fan though. Are you a gingerbread fan? Not a ton.
0: Like we don't make it, but I think it's just something like my mom, we never made. Cause like yeah. we have all the other things. So like gingerbread was just not something that we did.
1: It was kind of the same at our house too. It wasn't like high on the radar for some reason. Mm-hmm. And then not to eat, but we always made um, the uh, salt dough ornaments. Have you made those? Mm-hmm. I used to make those with my grandma. Yes. Yeah. I did the same with my grandma and I still have like some that we put on the tree and stuff. And I love that. And I haven't done that with Leah. So I want to do that with Leah. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Time is flying by. So we'll see. Yeah.
0: One of the things that we started to do that we, like I had never done was I feel like I have perfected hot chocolate, like homemade. Mm -hmm. Well, like I take all the ingredients homemade, like hot chocolate because we have polar express day and I make like hot chocolate and I dip the mugs in the chocolate so then there's like the hard chocolate and sprinkles around the edges of the mugs and then you like have to let it all and I've been trying like different types of chocolate chips with the hot chocolate and it definitely makes a different taste but I will even say like my tip for, if I just am like, Oh, I really want hot chocolate. But now that you like make the really good stuff, it's really hard to go. I'm going to go back to the powder. So I like make the base Uh, and then I put the powder in the hot chocolate. Like if it's just at night, just milk, heavy cream
1: and um, sweetened condensed milk. I was going to say, I have a, it's funny. I'm sharing that today on Instagram, but it's, um, it's a Disneyland hot chocolate, like copycat recipe, but it's got the same stuff of like the condensed milk, the heavy cream. If I always use, if you're going like nice chocolate, the Ghirardelli, like mm-hmm. chocolate, they're more expensive, but they're so good. They're so good. It's so much, it makes it so much thicker. Yes. Too. Richer. And oh, it's so good. It feels like a mm-hmm. special treat. But I mean, I'm not opposed to the powder. After you, you know, Leah comes in from the snow. I'm like, here you go, powder. Yeah. I mean, into them, it's just oh, as yeah. magical. I, which speaking of
0: snow, m- our favorite like snow treat, and the boys like. I don't know what day did it snow Friday Saturday they're all running together yeah. um I was like here's your bowl and here's the sprinkles and your spoon go eat your snack outside."
1: That- and they yeah. like scoop up a thing of snow. Yes. like Leah thinks that same thing is like the coolest thing ever and it's just so funny I'm like I'm making things way too hard around here like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. add sprinkles to everything and she thinks it's amazing
0: oh that's your add sprinkles literally to his entire life mac and cheese um he has sprinkles on a waffle every morning we try to like get some protein in but literally like just sprinkles on everything in his life and if he won't eat it we're like i'm like do you want me to put sprinkles on it and, he, and he'll eat it like sprinkles on
1: chicken whatever if that's what'll get you to eat it for sure I'm like i will add sprinkles to your entire life like go for it live i don't care like because there will be a point in time where you're going to be like, oh, I don't want sprinkles. I'm like, let's enjoy this now. Because mm-hmm. it's way more fun to add sprinkles to your food. Come on. Oh, have you made um, the snow ice cream? Have you done that? I don't think we have. I remember you
0: posting it last year, but I don't think we've made that yet. And that might be something we have to do this year.
1: Yeah, because it, it's pretty easy, right? Super easy. Um, I'd have to look it up, but it's snow and then it's condensed milk um I feel like there's one more thing in there but it might not be I don't know but it's basically like a you know condensed milk with snow there's something else I'll look it up and I'll I'll let you know but it was really good and of course that sprinkles and then it was was like the most magical treat ever and it was so funny it was like shaved ice kind of consistency but she had fun she loved it it was fun Mm -hmm. I always think it's interesting when things that are in our
0: childhood that we think are so cool and magical, and then you become an adult, or like you go to it, and you're like, "Oh, it wasn't." That's all this was (laughs) in my head. It was this like such magical thing, (laughs) and you go to it, and you're like, "Oh, all right, I guess it wasn't as okay." But like your kids think it's cool, so it's great. Like it is. It's creating those things, and sometimes I think, like you were saying, that we overthink things
1: for sure. And sometimes the simplest things can be the most memorable. It's like the whole thing of like, why do we buy toys when they're going to play with the cardboard box, you know, kind of thing. And I'm like, just in adults, we kind of get in our heads about, oh, it has to be this elaborate thing. And yeah, it doesn't. They just love going to look at Christmas lights and having a special mug and like those little tiny things. I'm like, well, I can do that. It's like a realistic Pinterest kind of idea. Yeah.
0: So I would love to know, because you do more than just desserts, is there any recipes that are like staple, this is something we always make for Christmas, or if you haven't tried, this would be a great addition to your Christmas repertoire of food?
1: So like the big, like Christmas Eve, okay, it's funny. Like one side of my family always had soups on Christmas Eve. So corn shrimp chowder, which is one of my favorites, is like a big go-to for that for Christmas Eve. Um, And then my other side always had like prime rib or like some kind of red meat kind of thing, which I love as well. So those were always our two. But then I always think about like Christmas parties and food like that. Cause for Christmas Eve, Christmas day, we kind of do the same things every, it's like Thanksgiving, you know, you do the same things every year, but Christmas parties, I always try to like, I don't know, change things up or any, you know, things like that. The one thing that comes to my mind is this dip. It's the simplest thing. And I always, sometimes I like cringe telling people what's in it because it's like three blocks of of cream cheese and like (laughs) butter. Like it's, it is not January 1st dip. We call it, we call it bourgeon dip. And I don't know why we call it that there is not bourgeon cheese in it at all, but we just call it that. It is a dip that you dip it with pretzels and it's the most addicting thing ever. And I, every time I make it, people ask me for the recipe and they're like, what is in this? This is amazing. So every Christmas party, really any party, but like, we have to have that dip. It's one of my favorite things ever. And I'm always sad when it's gone and there's like not leftovers. Cause I will like sit and just eat it like on a couch <laughs> and I'm totally okay with that. Um, so that's a big one. I'm trying to think the other things that are always staples for Christmas, corn chowder, what else? Um, also it's more like, so we have these cheese potatoes that seem more like Thanksgiving, but we have them with every family thing. It's my, I don't know who created it, either my mom or my dad, but we have them as staples and now it's like spread out through my extended family that everybody has these cheese potatoes and they're the simplest thing ever it's just like a cheese sauce potatoes and the crispy onion things on top because those are amazing. so we have those every year mm-hmm. as well but th- yeah those are a couple i can think of we kind of go traditional like real traditional sometimes a ham on christmas day and mm-hmm. like Anytime we have that, we have mashed potatoes and I love my mashed potatoes. I've taken that over from my grandma. Love her. Just beefed it up a little bit. Um, more butter. Yeah. You know. <laughs> more butter to everything seems like the answer,
0: right? <laughs> I know. I love those recipes though, that like have been passed down. Cause for us, we make these hand rolled egg noodles oh, yeah. and at my dad's side of the family, there's never any gravy it's the noodles is the gravy because that's like a, it's a German thing. Okay. And it's funny, my dad, the other recipe that like everyone always asks my dad makes, it was one of those, like they had to go to a Christmas party. He flipped open the Betty Crocker thing and it's like some rice and corn and some random things. But now, and and my mom's like, it's still has the same cookbook. The pages are all like weathered and just like Brown. It's not white anymore. And I love those types of things because even my mom gave me a couple years ago, my grandma always had like the little tins that had the cards with all of her recipes in them. Oh, yeah. And so I have all the tins with all my grandma's like old recipes. And I've been saying I need to like have a time where I just go through and just make everything that's in there. Cause she even has like the clippings, like she used to clip things out of the magazine. So it's like the old school clippings. And all the old recipes and I love that.
1: Yep. I have that too. It's My grandma gave me all her recipes when she passed. And so I same, I need to go through them, but it's literally just a pile of like handwritten old with like ingredients on them that have been spilled and like newspaper clippings and like of recipes. And it's so, it's just so funny Like they're so old and I love it. Mm-hmm. And some stuff I'm like, it's a lot of jello back then. There's yeah. <laughs> like so much Oh, don't understand. It's just so fun to like, and I love how recipes, like you were saying, your dad just opened it up and it was, we're going to make this. And it then becomes like a tradition mm-hmm. for your family for ever. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And you don't even know why or how it's just, no, this is what we make. And then your kids will make that. And I love that. Yeah. So do you write your recipes down somewhere?
0: Because the other day I was thinking, like what happens, some of these recipes that I have and they're just on my Pinterest board. And I'm like, what happens if this person like takes their website down? <laughs> I need to like write it down. Or i realize that I'm like, I need to start putting things somewhere because someday my kids are not gonna be able to open my Pinterest board. <laughs> and go
1: and find my regular things. So funny. So that's funny. Um, I have thought that so many times. I have a giant thing of, a lot of my recipes are like, things that I've made over the years so it's just a huge pile but <laughs> I've been thinking like I should probably print all these off from my website and my mom was like oh I've, I'm doing that <laughs> like, mom saves the day so she has like a pile of all these recipes so if the website goes away and crashes someday I still have all these recipes and we'll know exactly what's in them because Lord knows my mind will not remember at all what's in all these. It's funny when I'm like making something and I've made it forever, but I'm still, it's fun to like pull up my own website and <laughs> be like, how much was in that again? Oh yeah. I got to pull up my own website. I it. love that. And
0: I'm going to be interested to see, like, as we grow and you become moms of older children, like you realize the things, is it like, because they just printed everything off. So they do that or save. Cause like my mom saved all these cards from when I was little and like notes and put them together by person. And then eventually like had them together by birthday. And I would have never thought, and I knew like she always saved cards, but I don't know if like she intentionally was saving them to then give me. And she waited till like the Valentine's day after I got married and then gave me this entire box of all these things. And then you go through them and you don't, and she put in there a card that says something to the extent of, you don't realize how precious memories are till it's the only thing you have left or something like that. Or it was like super sweet because I I think you had said too, our grandmas have like the same handwriting when I had posted something. And you're like, you just don't realize how much even like handwriting or small notes. And I want to tell my parents, could you just like write the boys some notes here and there? Like, don't send it in text messages. Can you tell me how proud of me you are about something in a note so
1: I can save it? Like your actual handwriting, that would be great. I know. Cause it is, I look at some of my grandma's recipes with her handwriting and it's a weird, like just nostalgia of like, Oh, this is my grandma's handwriting and it's special. And yeah, I don't write Leah notes or things like that. So I feel like I need to start doing that. And my mom did the same. She has, you know, shoe boxes that are full of, Oh, this is the note you wrote me when you were 14. And whatever. And I'm like, it's great. You kept all of that stuff. And I feel like I need to do better at that. Cause everything is not handwritten now. Or I just need to do better at that and keep cards and things like that from special people in her life. So she can go back. Even if I think like, okay, well, this is just a car, like whatever. It just says love, whatever, but she, that may be really cool to her one day. So I need definitely need to mm-hmm. get better about that. Whew. I mean, that's what I've done is just save all the birthday
0: cards. So yeah. Yeah. I just have a shoebox. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was so proud of myself. I did get those like big containers that is like the filing containers. And then each, and I went through, I have spent a lot of time in this office organizing, but then like they have like a thing. So this was like from about preschool. Cause some of it, I'm not really sure. And then now that Turner's in school. So then he has his little first grade folder so that And then I just go and pick and through so that he can see his
1: handwriting or the notes from the teachers from that year I've been putting into that. I need to do that. And that's a good idea to have it like filed because right now it's just a hot mess of a, you know, big box full of stuff. So I need to make that. I need to do that. That's good.
0: And then it's also like a great storing place for the random things that I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this gross, stinky cast, but it has the entire national championship oh. volleyball team on it. So I should have to keep
1: that, like that can't right. be thrown away. Yeah. So mad <laughs> like, oh. that cast is going to be with you forever.
0: <laughs> it will. And I'm sure, you know, eventually i probably the one is really, I think a national championship team.
1: I probably should. <laughs> like put it in a box next to the volleyball little glass case kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> That's
0: cute. Well, this has been so fun to talk about memories and food and I know that listeners probably all have their own special recipes and cookies that come to mind and sometimes I think like just hearing people talk about it gives you like the warm fuzzy feelings that the Christmas holidays give. So I have loved chatting with you. Thank you so much for being on the show today. If anyone wants to find you after this episode, where can they find you?
1: So my Instagram is at Lolo Home Kitchen. Uh, My website is lolohomekitchen.com. Same on Facebook and Pinterest. Um, Yeah, so I love messages. So send me all the messages. Thanks so much for joining me today. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of
0: the Living Your Calling podcast. If you love this episode, will you share it with a friend or leave a review? Make sure that you subscribe or follow so that you don't miss a single episode. I love hearing from listeners and connecting. You can find us over on Instagram at the Living Your Calling podcast or at Michelle Ann Hagen. Join us inside of our private Facebook community called the Living Your Calling podcast community. It's free, so why don't you join us inside? You can join by clicking the link in our Instagram bios or checking out the show notes. Join us and we will dive in deeper and I can't wait to connect with you. If you needed someone to remind you that you are worthy of your dreams friend, this is it. I promise that you are worthy of whatever is on your heart and whatever calling you are wanting to chase. I am proud of you and I'm here for you. You're listening to the Living Your Calling podcast, inspiring you to be and create exactly what you were made for.